This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. Looking for a new spot to drink some great local craft beer? Go check out Luke's Ice House on Durham, just far enough off of Washington Avenue. Luke's has 24 taps, a great menu, and hand-cut ribeyes on Wednesday night. Mondays, you can get pints of your favorite craft beer for only $4. This is the place to have your fantasy draft parties. Stop by and see Jared. He'll take care of you. Check out the other location in Beaumont next time you're there. Luke'sIceHouse.com at 903 Durham Drive. Luke'sIceHouse.com. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, this is your weekly craft beer and music show. I am your host, John Denman, and we're going to hang out for the next hour and talk beer. We're going to talk some whiskey, and we're going to listen to some good music. This show is sponsored by our friends over at Sweetwater Brewery. Sponsored by Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale L. But before I get started, definitely want to say thanks to Carbach Brewing Company, Eric Warner, David Graham for coming hanging out last week doing a Carbach show takeover. Man, they did a great job, as they do with their beer. But uh, while I was on vacation hanging out in the sunny, sunny, nice beaches of Florida, man, it was it was a. If you've never been to Destin. A lot of people listening there, they live in Houston area. And for the short drive, Galveston, you know, give it what it is, man. It's a beach. It's close. But for the short drive down to Dustin, you can't beat it. White sandy beaches, beautiful turquoise, blue water. Mm. Plus good beers. Good beers that you don't find here in Texas that you can get there, like some um, Bell's Two-Hearted, Two-Hearted Ale. Get a lot of that. Some High Lie. I brought back... A little bit ridiculous amount of beer from Florida. That it was supposed to be space for like kids' clothes and toys and stuff like that, but we went ahead and left that there so I can bring back beer. But it's worth it. It's worth it. They they will understand when they get older. But again, I appreciate Carbach for coming and hanging out last week. It's just good to be back behind the mic, back here over at Firehouse Saloon and having some. Right now, some Dale's Pale Ale, because tonight we have from Oscar Blues Brewery, Kofi Amwasechi. Uh, also from Whiskies of the World Expo, Douglas Smith is here, and our music guest tonight is Chance Anderson. So let's go ahead and get a toast going real quick. Are you up for a toast? A toast. Salud. Prost. Skulls. Lancha. Salute. Nostrovia. Cheers. Um, actually, on the mic, on the other side of me, we do have Douglas Smith hanging out with a bottle of something pretty fantastic. Douglas, what, what did you bring in here? Hi, John. So I brought Tomatin, a 14-year-old. It's a, um, it's a, it's a great uh, scotch malt that's uh, aged 14 years, but it's finished in a port cask. Um, and so that means it's got six months to a year. It's uh, aged. Um, it's, it's finished off into a port cask. And so you really get that smell, that aroma of the port in there. You'll, I'll show you, and you, you, can, uh, you can see that. And so it just adds a lot of uh, depth and, and flavor and, uh, to the whiskey. And with, with port, I mean, that's more like a dessert one. I mean, it's big, kind of sweet flavor. Uh, yeah, well, in this case, it's just a, it's just a tint, um, an accent that adds on to there. 
So yeah, I mean, if you take a smell of that, you'll definitely pick up that port. It's like, oh, it's, it's, oh it smells it's, wonderful. It's clearly a port. Um, and then you'll you'll get uh, some sweetness, some some honey, some some melons in there, or some some berries. And then once you take a little sip, you you breathe in as you're sipping it, and so you get a lot more. Um, through your olfactory as you're breathing in, then you get the sip of that, and you'll again you'll taste maybe um, the berries, uh, the the fruit, uh, a little uh, tint of chocolate, the sweetness, um, a little honey and bitter. But the the finish is just, and of course you feel that uh, port finish there. That is really good. It is really smooth. And since we're drinking out of wine glasses, that's appropriate, correct? Uh, well, you want a, a bulbous type glass when you're drink, drinking out of a um, out of a tumbler or a straight edge glass. It just does not deliver the aromas to you uh, properly. Um, you put the same whiskey in two different glasses: uh, um, a wine glass with a nice bulbous or a snifter or the or the Glenclaren um, tasting glass, and a tumbler. It's hard to smell in a tumbler. It'll smell it'll smell like a different whiskey. Well, this is really smooth, and you get some whiskeys. A lot of them that you find just everywhere that is not very smooth to drink by itself. But this particular one, and a lot of them that you're going to have at your, at your expo, are just, just nicely aged. Different barrels that add different flavors. Well, there'll they'll be a complete range of whiskeys. You'll have some, some younger craft whiskeys that aren't aged too, too old or too much, and you'll... Um, on these younger whiskeys, you'll taste in the distillate. You can you can tell, hey, this is a great distillate. Yes, you can the smoothness. You know they've have craft in it, and um, but there's a youngness there, um, and, and you know for that it's it's a different whiskey. Uh, but you know, hey, in, in you know three years is also going to be um, a, a great um, also a great product. Uh, it's nice to see how they evolve. So, do you feel that whiskeys should be aged longer? Is there a certain length of time that whiskeys should be aged to get their peak? You know, then it depends on what you want the what you're going to use the whiskey for. I mean, moonshines are quite popular, and they're can, can be similar to a whiskey, but they're just not aged. But it's it's a whole different product, a whole different um, uh, aromas and taste. And so, you know, once what you're used to is a whiskey that's aged at least three years or eight years for a malt, you know, up to twelve years. It, it keeps changing the um, the profile. Um, and if what you're accustomed to is the older malts. Um, the the younger stuff is going to taste different, and um, it, you have to be in a different mood, or you have a different uh, different foods or different things to put it with. A lot of the younger whiskeys are also great for mixing for a mixologist. Well, right now, when you go to the liquor store, you find so many different varieties of whiskeys from all over the world, and one of the ones I can't think of the name of it, but it was a Japanese whiskey. So they have really stepped up here lately, making some pretty good product. Uh, Yamazaki, um, Yamazaki. Uh, uh, Nika, um, Hibiki. Yeah, the Japanese, um, they're, they know how to take something and perfect it and do good. Uh, the Japanese is diff- clearly a different style of malt, although they do it in, in the um, Scottish tradition and, and methods, but it, they're uh, clearly um, different characteristics to it and quite worthwhile um, enjoying. So at your Whiskeys of the World Expo, how many different types of whiskeys are you going to have out there? You'll find somewhere between two and three hundred different expressions 
Um, and so that's not brands, but expressions means if you have a, a Glenlivet 10-year, Glenlivet 12-year, those are two expressions. Um, you'll have clear, easily over um, 100 different whiskeys, um, and then but but each brand like a like a Glenfiddich, you know, from the 12-year to 36-year, completely different whiskeys because um, they've aged them differently. They've done done different. Um, uh, finishing with them. Some, some will be um, mixed with a rum cask finish or, or a sherry cask finish, and then they, they decide how to blend this. And so um, being a blender, it, it's, um, it takes a lot of skill and uh, to, to get the final product. And so what's fun is to see all these different um, uh, combinations. Douglas Smith from Whiskeys of the World Expos with us. So what is... What are some of the brands that you're actually looking for? What are, what is, what's a particular whiskey that, that you know is going to be here in Houston that, that you're excited about? Uh, well, we always like having the, the local brands. Uh, I like the, uh, the Yellow Rose, the Balconies, um, a couple of notable ones that will be there. Um, there's a lot of other smaller craft um, distilleries in, in Texas that um, are going to be on, on hand also. Um, there, there's a um, yeah. So what's fun is really seeing all the different flavors, having them side by side, so you can taste them. There'll be a lot of food there, and so we really encourage people to try pairing the whiskeys. A lot of people think whiskeys before dinner, after dinner. It's with dinner also, and it's a whole new dimension of sensory perception to actually learn how to pair the whiskeys and see how the, the flavors combine in your mouth, either echo each other or contrast. And, and that's what we really want people to, to, to experiment with and discover. Yeah, so a good couple hundred samples, some little snacks in between. It should be a great little <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, we don't encourage you to drink your full sample. The, uh, the sample, um, you have to have a, so much to smell it because the majority of your uh, senses or your perception of the whiskey comes from the olfactory. Your olfactory is 13,000 or more different uh, senses it can perceive. Well, your palate has maybe four basic um, taste flavors that it can, it can perceive. So therefore, you've got to have that aroma. That's why the glass is important to deliver those aromas to your nose properly. And, and so once you, you smell that, and so we give you enough to smell it properly and then a little bit to taste. If you're really good, you can spit it out. I'm not that good. <laughs> um, Seems like a waste. But... Uh, um, but you take a small sip or you spit it out because if you really want to get the most and enjoy these 200 you know, whiskeys, I mean, you, if you do it properly, you can easily taste 100 whiskeys uh, on your own uh, within the, uh, the three hours. Um, but but you got to spit it out because if you ingest too much of it, you, you're going to ruin your palate and you're going to ruin your evening. So, you know, wait, wait for the last half hour before you start ingesting. Well, you know, some pretty sound advice I probably will not adhere to, but... I like it though. It is good advice because this, this right here, the tomaten, 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 uh -huh. tomaten is is really tasty. Gio, you're gonna have to try some of this before we're done because it is excellent. Uh, but you're not gonna have just whiskey though, right? Uh, we will we will mainly have whiskeys, but some of the distilleries that come in there have other products that they bring along. So it's nice to have a, some a rum or tequila, something else on the tables. Um, you know, actually we have this uh, Richland uh, uh, rum. Uh, it was a local distillery that, which does um, kind of um, in the essence of a, of a whiskey. But uh, but yeah, we, we like having a few other things around it out. Although we, we focus on uh, the whiskey. Well, Saturday, September 19th from 5 to 9 p.m. at the Marriott West Chase. It is the Whiskeys of the World Expo. Uh, definitely looking forward to this. 
if, if there's anything, if you're going to have even a quarter of them that tastes like this, you're going to be doing very well because this is, that is pretty tasty. I'm going to have to have another sample. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're yeah. on air. It's hard, Samples hard are stop. always good. But uh, whiskeysoftheworld.com is where you can go to find get your tickets. Yes, uh-huh. And not only do you do it here in your having one in Houston, though, but you do it nation, nationwide. Uh, we have Austin, Houston. We have uh, California, San Francisco, and San Jose. And we also have Atlanta. So out of all the places you do it, who has, like, the best support of whiskey drinkers? Well, California, uh, San Francisco has the highest per capita for, for drinkers. Uh, Texas is, um, is, is probably the number three state for volume. Um, and, and so it, this is just a great market. Um, there's a lot of um, uh, good um, discerning uh, palates in Texas, and that's why we're here. All right, well, Douglas, thanks for stopping in, man. Whiskeysoftheworld.com. Get your tickets. Go check out. See, sample half of what you know is out there, man. You got 200. That, that's a ton. That's a lot. A lot of things to try. And definitely stop by the Tomatin booth and get some of that because it is excellent. So I appreciate it, man. Thanks for stopping in. Hey, thanks for having me, John. It's been wonderful to be here. All right, we get back. We will be talking some Oscar blues with Kofi Amwasichi. We'll be right back. The Chance Henderson Band, this song's called Windows Down. Must be in the airwaves. Every sound the radio plays sounds like it was aimed right at me. I don't care who you are, just feels good to cruise down the boulevard. Hands tapping on top of that car, holding down the back beat. The sunshine's cooking that black top. This is left the hammer drop, and we drive, baby, just fly. Down the driveway to meet me. Jumps in the front seat, just take me anywhere fast. I know where she wants to go. It's a little shady spot that only we know. We're burning up the road. Can't wait to lay the seats back. She got one in resting on my knee. You're the sailing in the breeze, and we drive, baby, just fly. Swirling all around Life's better with the windows down Anyway, our wheels roll We're running free 
all so right Yeah, baby, it's all right Yeah, baby, it's all right When we drive, baby, just Hey guys, David Graham here from Carbach Brewing, inviting you to check out the brewery after our recent expansion. We're now open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday at 11 to 10 p.m. and Sunday noon to 10 p.m. For more information on tour times and, of course, delicious food, visit our website at www.carbachbrewing.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Carbach Brewing. Cheers! Hey everybody, this is John from Drink of Ages and a great beer you need to go try is Sweetwater 420 Extra Pale Ale. This tasty West Coast style pale ale drinks an easy 5.7% ABV and goes perfect while sitting by the grill listening to the steak sizzle. Grab a pint or pick up a six pack all over town and check them out at sweetwaterbrew.com. Listen Fridays at 9pm on ESPN 97.5 for more beer talk and live music on Drink of Ages radio show. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or messages at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cast Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cast Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin sackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise. Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out at castbranding.com. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back on and in the studio now from Oscar Blues Brewing. We have Kofi Omwasichi. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it. I'll mess it up a few more times, but no problem. Kofi Omwasachi, welcome, welcome Thank to Drink you. of Ages. No, glad to be here. It's my debut. It is, man, and and not quite the debut for Oscar Blues because we have, we've had Chris on a couple times. Gubna, and that was at the last, actually the last two GABFs he's yeah. been on. So I, I think GABFs coming back up, and yeah, got to get him back on again. Oh, yeah. Love that guy. Got to get him back on. You know, I'm a brother, so I'm going to go ahead and give a big shout out to uh, Chris Katechis, Gubner. He hired me and brought me on with Oscar Blues, and I love him to death. And I was with him in Arizona for a crew drive. And get back down here, Chris. 
Yeah, he needs to stop in and hang on the show sometime because he is he's on the East Coast right now, right? Uh, Atlanta. 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 He's, he's took over the Georgia market and uh, trying to get our presence there. We're actually we're in 44 states now. So uh, he's kind of helping out with that southeastern part. Uh, Mississippi is next for, uh, for Oscar Blues and six more states to go and we'll be nationwide. All right. Well, you have the, the first brewery in Longmont, Colorado. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, you guys opened up in Brevard, North Carolina. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Great brewery. Um, we actually have a Red Bull track. Red Bull has, uh, we have some BMX bikes and they have a BMX bike track out there. Uh, if anybody ever has an opportunity to go out there, it's beautiful. Longmont's awesome too. We have a Hobson Heifers farm where we actually have Black Angus cattle that we make our burgers and stuff out of and for our restaurants. That's, so. that's what I was looking at, man. You guys, uh, of course, you know, I stopped by the tap room. Yeah. Uh, I've been there. Tasty Weasel. Tasty Weasel. <laughs> but then I'm looking, and, and then Lions Grill and Brew, I stopped by there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But then you have Cycle Hops, Two Burger, Homemade Liquids and Solids. Yep. Uh, so Cyclops Cantina, uh, taqueria-style Mexican restaurant with a uh, re-bike. So the great thing about Oscar Blues is we're so diversified. Re-bicycles are the bikes from our owner that are, are basically mountain bikes that are just really awesome bikes that they sell at the cantina. Um, homemade Liquids and Solids, Southern-style cooking, uh, grill and brew, southern style cooking. Um, the owner of our company is originally from Alabama, so if you guys can ever get out there, it's another great food. All of our beer, we make sauces out of them. Dale's has a wing sauce. Old Chubb has a, a chili sauce. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. It's just a great, it's a great place to work for. But all those are in Colorado. All those are in Colorado. Unless you give me a call and I'll order you some. And <laughs> Breeze, hey, man, I called you. It'd be nice to have some of those wings right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, the brewery that opened up in North Carolina a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, what, what's the capacity of that one? That one is about, um, I believe it's at 40,000 barrels. No, no, I'm sorry, about 60,000 barrels. Um, they should be doing 100,000 by the end of the year. It's a lot, I believe. I'm wrong. You shouldn't have asked me that question. Well, once you get into Mississippi, that's at least 40000 right there. Yeah. Well, um, Mississippi will be this year, and uh, we're really excited about that one. It's a state that, uh, of course, they've got a couple of craft breweries there, and uh, but I think it's an open market. And after that, it'll be Arkansas, Oklahoma, uh, I think uh, Utah, and there's a couple more in there. But we're uh, just taking over. Just taking over, yeah. I'm glad you are, because, I mean, you guys are making some really good beers. Uh, the Dale's Pale Ale, like I said, what we're drinking now. The last time you stopped by, though, you brought the Pinner, the Session IPA. I actually got some of that for you, too. Oh, so, Pinner, Pinner, our newest beer, 4.9% alcohol, 35 IBUs. It's a great, phenomenal beer. Right now, in the state of Texas, it's our number three bestseller. By the end of the year, I, I project it'll be number two. Great beer. Notes of pineapple, papaya, tropical juice, uh, hop forward, but super super light, easy to drink, uh, just like a like an old fashioned pinner. You could knock down quite a few of them and still <laughs> be ready to you know do whatever you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Old Chub, old can't, Chub. Can't get, yeah. You got the shirt on, man. Scott Chub. So can't, can't beat the old Chub. I love old Chub. And let me tell you something funny about old Chub. A lot of the guys that I grew up with drank 
you know, a lot of non-craft beers, easy drinking, college guy beers. This is the same kind of thing, but with actually quality behind it. 35 IBUs. It's a bronze winner at Great American Beer Festival. It's one of my favorite beers. All the brothers I grew up with, my friends and everybody, they just they love this beer. And then we also have it available in draft on Nitro. We're talking with uh, Kofi Mwasichi from Oscar Blues, brewing in Colorado and in North Carolina. But I got to tell you, man, Deviant Dells, when that came to Texas, it changed me. That beer is amazing. Uh, now, I will say this. To be honest, I'm a bigger goodnight, a.k.a. Gordon. I know Ben would kill me if I called it goodnight. Gordon <laughs> is, uh, I like that one a little bit better. It is good. But Deviant Dales is a great beer, malty. So the crazy thing about Deviant, they were making Dales. I probably shouldn't even tell this over the radio. And there was a couple of little things that went wrong. But they just added more malt, more hops, and they got a great beer that won silver at GABF and it's it's just an awesome 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 beer and it comes in really tall cans yes well I'm glad you actually brought that up Deviant and Gordon will be coming back to us in the 12 ounce cans just for efficiency I think it's going to be a better uh, opportunity for us to sell more of it Um, Deviant is a the hops are best in the fall so in the fall season We'll be doing it as a seasonal, but it's coming back in 12-ounce cans, and it will be uh, at a much better price, and it'll be available for everybody, so it'll be uh, really good. Much more tolerable for a shotgunning, for sure, because <laughs> yeah, uh, 16 definitely. ounces, man. Definitely. Uh, it gets a little challenging. Hey, this is Texas. Got yep. a shotgun. But no, I mean, the you said the, the good night, which is the Gordon Knight, uh, Imperial Red IPA, delicious, Old Chubb, the Nitro Scotch Ale. Uh, Old Chub Nitro, mm-hmm. which is great. Has, does that have the little widget in it? Is that how that has works? The widget, has the widget in the can. Now, here's the cool thing about the Nitro. We actually dropped the ABV down to 6.9% alcohol. Um, when you get a Nitro beer, you want full pint pours. So, obviously, at 8%, people were putting it in the snifter. We get a full pint pour out of the 6.9. So, uh, it is a lower ABV. Great beer, very smooth. Then you guys have the 1050 that you can't even. I, I, I have cans of 1050 that I bought probably four years ago. Don't, tell, don't tell me that. I do. Because I will rob your house tonight. Nope. <laughs> 10 I should have brought one. So 1050 is my personal favorite beer. Um, my dad is a West African guy. Obviously, you can tell from the crazy name. It's his favorite beer of ours. Uh, thick, dark, chocolatey stout. 100 beer rating on Beer Advocate. Um, this beer is just incredible to me. The FIDY stands for, uh, I know this, I can't say it, but F the industry, do it yourself. Because people were telling the owner, hey, make a, make a light beer. Make an easygoing, smooth, 4.3% alcohol beer. And he made a 10.5 Russian Imperial Stout. And I, I keep this beer on deck at my house at all times. I get in trouble when I drink it alone. So I always invite people to drink it with me, but not very many. It's a great, great beer. I love it. It's it's my favorite, hands down. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites from you guys also. Then the Gubna, the Seasonal Imperial IPA. Gubna, we actually change the hops every year. That's why it tastes different. Yeah. So uh, last year, uh, Chinook, Sriracha Ace were hops in there. Mosaic is in there this year. Um, it's it's I, I prefer this year over last year. 
really great beer, 10% alcohol. But if you had it last year, I really, really, really encourage you to try it again this year because every year we change the hops, so it's almost like you're getting a new beer every year. And then, of course, Mama's Little Yellow Pills. Great beer. Um, Silver Award winner at GABF. Um, 35 IBUs. It's This beer is incredible. It's a Pilsner, easygoing Pilsner. Your mama's Pilsners that she made back in the day, right? Um, but it's 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 got a little steroids in there. So it's a good flavor, good quality, German and American malts. It's a great, great quality beer. And uh, if you ever get it barreled age, call me. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. All right, well, I'm out of beer, so let's take a quick break. Go get another pint of some Dell's Pale Ale. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the new IPA coming out, and we're going to talk a little bit about Crowlers. Awesome. It's in the news right now, man. Crowlers. All right, Drink of Age, we'll be right back. Eighteen miles from Dallas With the sun setting in my eyes The urge to take this show back home Is getting harder to Last night I forgot to call again I swear you were on my mind I'd make it there by morning If I had no I'm 35 I'm gonna turn the other way Try to keep this dream Take 
Enjoy Prohibition-era beer and cocktails as you learn about the history of the drinks in Galveston's free state period of bootlegging, gambling, and prostitution. The tour is every Saturday at 8 p.m. and begins at Drunken Monkeys. The cost is $50 per person, but that includes a tour, drinks, gratuity, and transportation on Galveston's historic tours, electric shuttle. Reservations are needed and can be made by calling 409-789-9911. That's GalvestonHistoricTour.com. And also check out their booze cruise they do. Get you around safely by checking out a lot of cool places around Galveston. Again, that's GalvestonHistoricTour.com. Our friends at Southern Star Brewing Company up in Conroe have a new beer release and they go with their regular badass lineup of tasty brews. Level Up is part of their taproom series and is an India Pell lager. Using a lager yeast makes it crisp and clean like a lager, but with a hot punch like an IPA. 6% ABV will definitely make this one a summer favorite. Look for it when you're out, or go up to Conroe and have some at the brewery. SouthernStarBrewing.com Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh for an entire year assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wall Drive. Houston Funk Fest, August 22nd here at Firehouse Saloon. Over 40 wild farmhouse and sour ales, funk bands, funky cheese, light-up dance floor, and a costume contest. It's going to be a party. We're going to funk it up big time. DJ playing some of your favorite stuff. Get out of here. You're going to dance. You're going to drink. HoustonFunkFest.com. Tickets are going to go on sale real soon. Houston Funk Fest. Get ready for it. Hops are sexy. Welcome back, craft brew lovers, to Drink of Ages. All right, Drink of Ages, we're back on. And still in the studio, we have Kofi Omwasichi from Oscar Blues Brewing Company. And you guys have a new IPA out. I'll just give you props, man. You say my name like like you're from Ghana, dude. I love that. It's just part of me. There you go. Um, Oscar Blues IPA, yeah. So uh, late August, early September, we are finally uh, bringing an IPA to the table. Uh, well, I won't say finally. Deviant Dales is an IPA. But uh, we're bringing Oscar Blues IPA to the table. It's going to be a great quality beer. We don't release new beers every week, and there's a reason for that because we want quality. Um, Oscar Blues IPA is going to have 70 IBUs. We're looking at between 5.5 and 7% alcohol. And uh, uh, just go for seven. <laughs> go for seven. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about it is we're going to be doing um, some of uh, the Australian hops in there. Galaxy, uh, Nelson, Enigma. Enigma has only been used by one other brewery so far. So that's going to be pretty exciting. So it's, it's going to be a really exciting beer. Um, Vicks is another uh, hop that's going to be in there. So it's going, to be, it's going to be a really exciting beer to bring to the table. And it's going to be in a blue can, and we're going to start off package, and then the draft announcement will come a little bit later. But first week of September or late August, you should be expecting Oscar Blues IPA. Should see some in Houston and surrounding areas. All of Texas. And uh, line price with Dale's. So whatever you're paying for Dale's, 
save a little bit of money and grab Oscar Blues IPA. It'll be right there in the same price price point. That sounds good. Can't wait to try it. Which uh, I guess when I'm up in Colorado for GABF, I'll probably get some there. Oh, definitely. And it's uh, it's very sessionable, and it's gonna. I mean, like I said, I can only speak for the brewery in this aspect. We have yet, and I, I've been in the beer business for ten years to release a beer that's just been something that you can't be proud of and be happy and enjoy drinking. Got something for everybody. So I'm very very excited because, like I said, we don't re- release beers new beers very often so i'm very excited at what we're about to put out and i think everybody else should be excited too i know i am i'm excited i can't wait to try it because uh like i said earlier man that dell's pale ale it's pretty good it's a pretty tasty beer so yeah. looking forward to try this ipa yeah. in which the uh australia they really stepped up with their hop game here lately oh big time big time you know it's crazy um i don't know the percentages but i know the united states uses the majority of the hops i think in the world or a higher percentage of the hops in the world and it seems like everybody is now starting to catch up with us you know my dad he uh he lived in england for many years and of course we were kind of like the offshoot on beer making and i think that we probably surpassed our english you know all, all the all our brothers around the world in beer making because we take and we just make all kind of crazy hops. Our, our pinner has experimental hops. They don't even have names. They're like 836B and, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm Wasachi 7. It's just all kinds of new hops in there. So we really have uh, stepped the game up here in the States, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah, so am I. I'm happy you're a part of it, and we're able to drink it. That's the, that's the best <laughs> part of it. But uh, let's talk about some stuff going on here with the TABC and Crowlers for a little bit because you're you're in the studio and Oscar Blues, you guys and Bell actually invented Bell Corp invented the Crowler, definitely. And so now TABC says you can't have Crowlers can't, anymore. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I not to incriminate myself, so I can't get too much into that. But I will say that yes, there there's a thing going that we can't do it. I don't understand all of the legalities of it. But uh, it is a phenomenon going on around the country with these crowlers. Um, I was in a uh, grocery store chain in Arizona. They, they are, they, I mean, their whole chain, they're doing the crowlers, crowler thing. And just think about it. Whenever you're going into a store and you forgot your growler, and then all of a sudden they have Deviant Dales, and you're like, oh, I love Deviant Dales, but I forgot my growler. You might not pay the you know fifteen twenty bucks to get your, your growler or thirty bucks to get a growler new growler just to bring home and have an extra one, but that growler you can just grab it and go. Um, it's just a great thing. There's a lot of places around here that have it. Um, everybody has said that they've had success on it. All the places here around Houston, I think a lot of people have made their money back in their investment within the first thirty days of owning it, and it's just a great thing. I got a growler of. A couple of different beers in my refrigerator right now uh, including some OBs and including some locals and I think that it's just a great great tool for us and as long as we're bagging daiquiris I don't see why we can't do some crawlers of beer I don't understand it either I mean they, they talk about the repackaging of beer and with the labels on them but growlers have different labels on them also exactly. so it doesn't really make any sense it doesn't make any sense to me um, again you know I've I, I've got a good friend in TABC, so I'm not going to you know, have him knocking at my door tonight. But I will say that it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and it does seem, in my perspective, that there is a lot of laws that we have here in Texas that kind of prohibit us from getting a lot of good quality things done. 
Um, I know we got a band here from Oklahoma. I think their loss a little worse than ours. No shot at, at Oklahoma. But <laughs> I think uh, I think that we have some laws that prohibit us from really having some success in the craft beer business. And, let, I mean, let's face it, Texas uh, on Yahoo was rated the number 20th state for making good quality beer. And some of that has to do with the way we do things here. And I think if we open up our minds and change, we've got a lot of guys here that brew great craft beer. Let's not hold it. Let's not put any strings on them. Let's let them, let's let them do their thing. Let that peacock fly. Exactly. Can peacocks fly? I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, TABC, there definitely are some laws that just make you, when you hear about them or people talk about them, it make you scratch your, scratch your head. It's yeah. like, that doesn't even make sense. How is this, how, why can one thing be okay and something else not be okay that's basically the same thing? And then, then how does this actually inhibit growth? You know, I, I'm, I, I'm personally, I'm very confused with a lot of things. There's a lot of leniency on high alcohol that on lower ABV there is, is very strict on. And, I mean, it's just... I don't know. I, I know a lot of it has to do with uh, certain different organizations, and I'm sure there's some political aspects to it. But I think to grow as a craft state, which I mean, let, let's face it. You know, I'm from Texas. Uh, I'm from I'm from Scott, Texas, Spring Klein, Okotombo. I just made that up, and it's a traditional German area. So we have we have beer in our blood, and I think Texas should just let it flow. You know, I agree. I, I don't know why they won't. Well, a lot of the people that here in Texas that have it have 30 days to remove it from their premises. So I think if enough people speak out and they want this, and maybe maybe something can change. So you know, get 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 your beer the way you want it. Yeah, let's put a petition out. I mean, maybe we can maybe we can add on to the the Cecil Cecil and the Lion petition. Like, I mean, let's keep our craft beer in Texas. I mean, let's. I, I don't. I don't see why this. This is something that's just benefiting the the bar owners, the the people that want to sell good quality beer, and you, the homeowner. I mean, think about it this way: it's it's promoting going home and drinking your beer. You know, going and getting out of the bar, getting off the street. So, yeah, let's support it. I'll sign a petition and bring it up. Let's do it. All right. Well, Kofi, Oscar Blues Brewing. Thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, thank you for having me. Definitely, and when we get back, we'll have Chance Anderson in the studio. Let's go get some pints. Drink your beers, we'll be right back. So uh, this next song is called 245 Miles. I'm going to cross that state line of day. She's already called me to see if I'm on my way. She don't know yet this time. I ain't leaving town till that girl is mine. I do anything, go anywhere, drive to her.
at the same place that I did last time And I hope it brightens up her day Does everyone love see her smile anyway But I do anything, go anywhere Drive 245 miles see your face one more time You gotta do what you got to Make your love and dreams come true So baby, I'll be by your side tonight Hey, tonight I do One more time You gotta do what you gotta do Make your love and dreams come true So baby, I'll be by your side tonight Yeah, Hey, this is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show. I want to tell you about a beer you need to go out there and try. It is Eighth Wonder Brewery's Dome Foam. Dome Foam is a throwback cream ale that tips the hats and light, easy drinking beer served at the Astrodome. It is a pre-prohibition style beer. It's very light, crisp, smooth, very mild on hops and bitterness, but very easy drinking. And kind of reminds you of those days back at the old Astros games at the Astrodome. 5.1% ABV makes a very good sessionable beer for the hot days here in Houston. Go out there and find you some. Eighth Wonder Breweries, Dome Foam. Western Swing Wednesday is happening at Rudd Yards Pub. Doors open at 7 and music goes from 7.30 to 11. Free entry from 7 to 8. $5 cover after that. Music to two-step and wads from some of Houston's finest pickers and pedal steel sliders from the 1930s through the 80s. Artists include Bob Wills, Ray Price, Hank Williams, Merle Haggard, Tammy Winnett, Lefter Friesel, and many more. And no miss Chef Joe's beer dinner the last Thursday of the month. RuddyArtsPub.com to get more info. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K 
at adamandeve.com. Looking for a new spot to drink some great local craft beer? Go check out Luke's Ice House on Durham, just far enough off of Washington Avenue. Luke's has 24 taps, a great menu, and hand-cut ribeyes on Wednesday night. Mondays, you can get pints of your favorite craft beer for only $4. This is the place to have your fantasy draft parties. Stop by and see Jared. He'll take care of you. Check out the other location in Beaumont next time you're there. Luke'sIceHouse.com at 903 Durham Drive. Luke'sIceHouse.com. All right, Drinking Pages, we are on, and we do have Chance Anderson Band in the studio. What's going on, fellas? How's it going, man? It's going really well. It's going yeah. really well because we've had whiskey. Yeah. We've had, <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of some uh, Oscar Blues, some sweet water. So yeah, man. It makes for a pretty decent show. Yeah, no doubt. But I was looking on your Facebook page earlier, and you guys were hanging out up at Rebecca Creek. Yes, we were, man. So you guys started a little early today. <laughs> we did, man. It's funny because uh, every time we go into a radio station where they have like a bottle of Rebecca Creek, we always end up drinking it. You know, <laughs> it's like they always ask, like, would, 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 you, would you guys like a whiskey? We're like, yeah, <laughs> of course we would. You know, so I won't say no. So yeah, we we're up at Rebecca Creek Radio today, and uh, they hooked us up, man. It was a good time. Yeah, well, so you guys are from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Marlowe. Yeah, yeah. Where the, where the hell is Marlowe, Oklahoma? That's a good question, man. Um, <laughs> it's southwest Oklahoma. Um, I was kind of born and raised there, and uh, I went to school uh, there at Marlowe until my sophomore year and then transferred to a school just across town. But, uh, but yeah, man, so Marlowe's a small place, it's, it's, uh, but it's, it's a good place, man. I, I love it. I, I would have never thought that I – when I was growing up, I would have never thought that I would be living back in Marlowe, Oklahoma – but but I do now and I love it, man. I, w- I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, so it's cool. I think the only place actually I know the only place I've ever been in Oklahoma is Broken Bow, yeah. which is a great lake. Is that about Tulsa? Yeah. Yeah. Well, heading southeast. just yeah southeast, like um, like right just north, like Longview, Texas, head up, and then over in that little corner. Oh, okay. So like the southeast corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, southeast yeah. corner of Oklahoma. Good right close on. to jump off of. Nice yeah. cold water. I got I got friends that go out there all the time and camp. So apparently they have like this. It's amazing cabins and all this kinds of great stuff. I've never been out there, but that's a. It sounds like a place that I should. Casinos I should be going. and well, from that's Texas, Oklahoma we don't get. Now, yeah, man. we don't get casinos in Texas. They make us drive to other states <laughs> to go to casinos, which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's great. It's a good little spot up there. But um, yeah. Oklahoma City, you guys are just south of that. Yeah, just I guess about seventy miles south southwest of Oklahoma City. Which okay. is nice because, like, while we're in, like, a super small town, like, nothing goes on in Marlowe. We're, like, an hour from Oklahoma City, which is a cool place. Um, I love Bricktown and all that. We're a couple hours from DFW, um, which is a few hours from Amarillo. So, for us as a band, like, to be kind of based out there is kind of a, kind of a sweet little spot because we're just kind of in the middle of where, where we're playing the most as. Yeah, where you guys want to play. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. And plus, I mean, I think a cool front just came through, right? Didn't it drop to, like, 98? I guess. Like that. <laughs> that's what you want to call it. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's it's ridiculous. not degrees no more. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, you guys had your last release, The Kind of Life. That Kind of Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just came out. It happened last May, right? Yeah, yeah. So just uh, a few months ago, I guess, man, it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but um, we worked on this record for a long time, man. We, uh, we started writing this record probably two years ago. <clears throat> and uh, did pre-production up at the, the Boo Hatch with Mike McClure in Ada, Oklahoma, and uh, finished it there at the Panhandle House in Denton, Texas with Eric Herbst, and it was, it was really cool. It was the first record we ever recorded as a band, 
which is really awesome. It's, it's something that we always wanted to do, uh, but things just didn't happen that way. So this is the first time we got to go into the studio as a band and record a record. And uh, Eric Herbs here at the Penning House, man, he really pushed us and and uh, kind of demanded the best out of us. And it was it was really neat, man. We kind of walked out of there. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. I kind of felt like a better musician and. An artist, you know, coming out of that record just because he, so that, he pushes so, so hard. So, in other so. words, everything went really well with this recording. Nobody was arguing. Nobody, you know, no tempers. Yeah, man. Like you know, that. and that we uh, good little... we started we started build like kind of building the sound and, and these songs uh, a year and a half or two years ago. So when we got in the studio, I mean, it was just kind of like automatic. You know, it's just kind of like we knew what we we're gonna do. That sounded fun out there, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think there's shots. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, we, we're really proud of this record. Like I said, it's the first one we did as a band, and uh, we worked really hard on it. And, and uh, it's definitely, as far as um, all the records that I've done, this one's the best, especially, you know, the, the, the one that I feel most proud about. You know, it's a lot of work went into it. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, actually put them on notice that, you know, it's like a real polished sound that you guys have, that it's not something like you just guys just got together and made music. It sounds like you guys have been playing together for a long time. Yeah, you know, and, and even, you know, we've been playing shows together for, for six years now, but, uh, you know, we still get together and practice and, and we rehearse and, and even, even sometimes, like, the hardest times it is to get together like when we've been on the road for a long time like sometimes we'll just like we'll just get in there and work on stuff and we did that for the longest time and we've been playing together a lot so uh you know it's it's really fun to I, you know i've been in situations where you get up on stage with guys you never played with and and it works and and it's it's fun but it's a different thing like when you when you're on the road with some guys for a long time and you really work on stuff and and you're just comfortable with what you're doing you know? and, and it seems like you really get to know the guy also which yeah. probably might help sometimes <laughs> and might not other times. Yeah, you know, sometimes I guess you get to know somebody a little more than you might want to, but, you know. <laughs> you have to put the no spooning sign on the bus. No, man, we got to get one of those signs. No spooning. <laughs> no spooning. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I'm glad you guys made it down from Oklahoma to play here at Firehouse Saloon. Uh, ChrisAnderson.com to get more music, downloads on iTunes. Yeah, we're on iTunes, Amazon, all that good stuff, and and you're talking about the Firehouse Saloon, man. It's a place we've been wanting to play for a long, long time. So it's, it's really good to be here tonight. It's our first time here at the Firehouse. And, and uh, we're looking forward to it, man. We're going to have a good time. And like I said, we've been wanting to come here for a long time. So it's a, it's a good night for us. All right, everybody go out there and listen to That Kind of Life. Get it on iTunes. It's yeah, available. Uh, appreciate you guys coming in, man. Oh, thanks for having us, man. Yeah, I appreciate Definitely. it. Man. Awesome. The, the acoustic stuff's great. We're going to be playing out here live on the stage here shortly. Can't cool. wait for it. But I am out of beer, so that means the show is pretty <laughs> much over at this point. So, Oscar Blues Brewery, thank you, Kofi Omwasachi. Uh, Douglas Smith Whiskeys of the World Expo. That's happening in a few months. Definitely check it out because there's, like you said, over 200 whiskeys to walk around and sample. Mm. So that sounds like a great time to me. And our music yeah. guest, of course, Chance Anderson Band. Appreciate you guys. You. Next week, we're going to have uh, James Brown Lauren Jones from Ballast Point Brewery and Spirits. We're going to be sitting around sampling, guess what, beer and spirits. So it should be another fun show. <laughs> Listen to the podcast sponsored by Buffalo by Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com. We'll be back next week live at Firehouse Saloon on Badlands Radio and ESPN 97.5. Of course, always, go Astros, number one Astros. Go Dynamo. And, uh, man, let's go listen to some Chance Anderson band.
live on the Sweetwater 420 stage here at Firehouse Saloon. Right Talk on, to y'all next week. Cool. Thank Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store.